the great adventure of max brook by amy lowell part three stanzas twenty three through thirty three read for LibriVox.org by eddie sheffield jr at www.eddysheffield.com at the great wharf's edge Mynheer curler stands and by his side his daughter young christine max brook is there his hat held in his hands bowing before them both the brigantine bounces impatient at the long delay curvets and jumps a cable's length from shore a heavy galliot unloads on the walls round yellow cheeses like gold cannonballs stacked on the stones and pyramids once more curler has kissed christine and now he is away christine stood rigid like a frozen stone her hands wrung pale in effort at control max moved aside and let her be alone for grief exacts each penny of its toll the dancing boat tossed on the glinting sea a sun-path swallowed it in flaming light then shrunk a cockle-shell it came again upon the other side now on the lee it took the horn of fortune straining sight could see it hauled aboard men pulling on the crane then up above the eager brigantine along her slender mast the sails took flight were sheeted home and ropes were coiled the shine of the wet anchor when its heavy weight rose splashing to the deck these things they saw christine and max upon the crowded quay they saw the sails grow white then blue in shade the ship had turned caught in a windy flaw she glided imperceptibly away drew further off and in the bright sky seemed to fade home through the emptying streets max took christine who would have hid her sorrow from his gaze before the iron gateway clasped between each garden wall he stopped she in amaze asked do you enter not then mynheer brook my father told me of your courtesy since i am now your charge tis meet for me to show such hospitality as maiden may without disdaining rules must not be broke katrina will have coffee and she bakes to-day she straight unhasped the tall beflowered gate curled into tendrils twisted into cones of leaves and roses iron infoliate it guards the pleasance and its stiffened bones are budded with much peering at the rose and beds and arbors which it keeps inside max started at the beauty at the glare of tents at either end was set a wide path strewn with fine red gravel and such shows of tulips in their splendor flaunted everywhere from side to side midway each path there ran a longer one which cut the space in two and like a tunnel some magician has wrought in twinkling green an alley grew pleached thick and walled with apple trees their flowers incensed the garden and when autumn came the plump and heavy apples crowding stood and tapped against the arbor then the dame katrina shook them down in pelting showers they plunged to earth and died transformed to sugared food against the high encircling walls were grapes nailed close to feel the baking of the sun from glowing bricks their microscopic shapes half hidden by serrated leaves and one old cherry tossed its branches near the door bordered along the wall in beds between flickering streaming nodding in the air the pride of all the garden there were more tulips than max had ever dreamed or seen they jostled mobbed and danced max stood at helpless stare within the arbor mynheer brook i'll bring coffee and cakes a pipe and father's best tobacco brought from countries harboring dawn's earliest footsteps wait with girlish zest to please her guests she flew a moment more she came again with her old nurse behind then sitting on the bench and knitting fast she talked as someone with a noble store of hidden fancies blown upon the wind eager to flutter forth and leave their silent past 
The little apple leaves above their heads let fall a quivering sunshine, quiet, cool, in blossom boughs they set. Beyond the beds of tulips blazed a proper vestibule and antechamber to the rainbow, dyes of prismed richness, carmine, madder, blues tinging dark browns to purple, silvers flushed to amethyst and tinked with gold, round eyes of scarlet spotting tender saffron hues, violets sunk to blacks and reds and orange crushed. Of every pattern and in every shade, nacreous, iridescent, mottled, checked, some purest sulphur yellow, others made an ivory white with disks of copper flecked, sprinkled and striped, tasseled or keenest edged, striated, powdered, freckled, long or short. They bloomed and seemed strange wonder moths new fledged, born of the spectrum wedded to a flame. The shade within the arbor made a port to o'ertaxed eyes, is still green twilight rest became. Her knitting needles clicked and Christine talked, this child matured to woman unaware. The first time left alone, now dreams once balked, found utterance, Max thought her very fair. Beneath her cap her ornaments shone gold, and purest gold they were. Curler was rich and heedful, her old maiden aunt had died, whose darling care she was. Now, growing bold, she asked, had Max a sister? Dropped a stitch at her own candor, then she paused and softly sighed. End of Part 3 This recording is in the public domain.